Hey, are you ready to change your life? If the answer is yes, there's only one rule. You have to change your mind first. And my friend, there's a place where the neuroscience of how your mind works smashes together with faith and everything starts to make sense. That place is called self-brain surgery. You can learn it and it will help you become healthier, feel better, and be happier. And the good news is you can start today. Thanks, Lisa. Hey, so glad to have you listening today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I live in Nebraska in the United States of America with my incredible wife, Lisa, my father-in-law, Tata, and the super pups, Harvey and Lewis. I'm a neurosurgeon and an author, and I'm here to help you harness neuroscience, the power of your brain, faith, the power of your spirit, and good old common sense to help you lead a healthier, better, happier life. Listen, friend, you can't change your life until you change your mind, and I'm here to help you learn the art of self-brain surgery to get it done if you like the show. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about it. If you tell two or three friends this podcast was helpful to you, imagine how much good we can all do around the world together. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I'm here to help you change your mind so you can change your life. Let's get after it. Well, friend, we're back. It's Sunday afternoon. We're sitting on the banks of the snowy, frozen North Platte River, and I'm here with my main man, Dennis McDonald, which can only mean... It is Tuesdays with Tata. How you doing, Tata? I'm doing well. How are you? I am well. We're looking forward to sharing this episode on Tuesday with folks around the world and have heard from a few of you. Let us know where you're listening from and uh, if you want to shoot us an email, lee at drleewarren.com or you can uh, send a voicemail, speakpipe.com slash drleewarren. We'd love to know who you are and where you're at and what we can pray about for you. And That'd be great, wouldn't it, Tata? It would be. We heard from several people in the last week, and we're grateful for all of you. Don't forget the prayer wall, wleewarnmd.com slash prayer. And before we get started today, I have a little preface of Lisa is cooking a roast, which smells amazing in there, and she gave the bones to Harvey and Lewis, so they're gnawing on some fresh beef bones, and you might hear them in the background. <laughs> There's a little bit of a carnivore thing happening in here, so just uh, just say hi to Harvey and Lewis if you hear that. Yeah, they're and, pleased. They're, they're very, very happy. Pleased. They're very happy right now. They're, they are happy, or happier, as our grandson Riker would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, happier. They're yeah. happier today. Yeah. So, well, talk about what you got for us today. Well, we've been we've been talking about prayer, and uh, but we've also been talking about um, uh, some of, some of the struggles that, that people have, and, and and some of the loads that people are carrying. Yes. And uh, and, I, and it just came to me uh, earlier. That Jesus said, "Come unto me, you that labor and are heavy laden, yep. for my burden, my burdens are easy, my yoke is easy." And he, and and just and aside to that, think about the fact that Jesus was a carpenter, mm-hmm. and no doubt he made a lot of yokes when in, yeah. when he was working in Joseph's shop. Yeah. And a tradition has it that that when when yokes were made, they were custom. Most of them were custom made. They yeah. took the measurements of the oxen and the, the breadth of their chest. And so the yoke was made to be custom fitted so that yeah. it would not cause abrasions or, or, or wounds or sores on their chest while they were plowing. Yeah. So think about that in terms of the Lord, what he said about his yoke was easy. Yeah. So we're pulling all these hard loads like I wrote about in the newsletter this morning. And Jesus says, I've got a, a yoke that fits better. Than the one you're pulling with, that's good. And, uh, and what 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 I've been what I've been looking at is 
when Jesus, when the disciples were with Jesus in the upper room and, and they were celebrating the Passover and Jesus, and I would encourage you, well, the book of John is a, is a powerful book. Yeah. Um, it's a powerful chapter. Um, in fact, is our life group, when we had a life group, we spent four years in the book of John. And the Lord blessed us with a, with a lot of college students and, and people that were coming out of other faiths. And so it was very important for them to have a, a closer look at Jesus. Yes. And so one of the things that, was, that has happened to the disciples, they've been hearing all of these parables. And, and all of that they were beginning to understand. In fact, is they did receive some understanding. And um, Jesus said in Matthew 16, uh, verse 20, 26, 25, I have said these things to you in figures of speech. The hour is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figures of speech, but tell you plainly about the Father. Mm. And so for the disciples, and it's an interesting thing because down in verse... Uh, uh, verse 20, 26, they had an aha moment. Yeah. They began to understand because they said to Jesus, you're not speaking to us in figures of speech anymore. We understand ah. that you don't need to be questioned. You came from God. You know all the answers. You are God. And Jesus answered them, do you now believe? Mm. Do you now believe? Think about that. And, and one of the things that we were talking about earlier was uh, an expression that I've used on periodically that um, that's not my work. Yeah. <laughs> well, so there's some things that are not my work. And, and looking at, and I don't have any idea where that came from or how, that, how I resolved myself to say that. But one of the things that, that I determined a long time ago was that the fact that a lot of things that a lot of the burdens and the cares of this world are, are not my work. Mm-hmm. So the question is, better stated maybe, what is your work? That's right. So what is your work? And Jesus said, do you now believe? Behold, the hour is coming. Indeed, it has come when you will be scattered, each to his own home, and you will leave me alone. That's a, that's a, that's a horrible thought. Mm. But then Jesus answers that. I am not alone, for the Father is with me. I have said these things to you so that you may have peace. In this world, you will have tribulation. Some, some translations say, in, this, in the world, you'll have trouble. Mm-hmm. But take heart. And do not fear. Mm-hmm. And don't be concerned because I've overcome the world. That's right. And then Jesus prays. And in chapter 17, when Jesus has spoken these words, he lifted up his eyes to heaven and said... Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son. And, and I, 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 at first, when I first thought about this, we probably should just read it, read this prayer of Jesus. But, but I want you to pay attention to a couple of things that Jesus says. And, and down in verse 3, and this is, and, well, in verse 2, he said, since you have given authority, him, he's talking about himself, since you have given authority, him authority over all flesh to give eternal life to who, whom he has, who, to give eternal life to all who you have given him. And this is eternal life, that you may know the only true God and Jesus whom you have sent. And so, and then down in verse five, and now, Father, glorify me in your 
own presence with the glory that I had before the world existed. There's so many lessons that can be pointed out here and learned from looking at Jesus' prayer. That's right. But one of the things that, 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 that came, to my, came to my mind was that Jesus was talking about the disciples. He was, he was, he was praying to God for them, but he also prayed for us. So look over into, into verse 20. I do not ask for these only, but also for those who believe in me through their word, that they may also be one just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, and they may also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. Mm. So the, 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 our, our work is to believe. Believe that God is and that Jesus Christ is his son and That's that right. God sent him. That's right. And so, and, and we go back to the, the, the aha moment that the disciples had because they said, now you're not speaking in figures of speech or speaking in parables. You're speaking very plainly. And they, they st- but they still, they still did not have that. Maybe, maybe Jesus gave them the total understanding of that part. But they did not have complete understanding. That's they right. did not understand what it was going to mean That's when right. he would be taken, when he That's would be right. arrested, and when he would be crucified, That's and right. when he would be raised from the dead. That's right. So, so there's an important uh, side point here, Tata, that there's, there's so much secular pressure right now, so much pressure from the culture and from the world for us to, to close our mouths and not try to evangelize or share our faith with anyone and just, just let everybody be what they are, let everybody believe what they believe because of, in the name of what they call tolerance, right? Yes. I'm letting Lewis out here. He's finished <clears throat> chewing on his bone. Yeah. Um, th- this idea of tolerance, meaning that they've redefined the word to mean that not only do you have to allow me to say whatever I want to say and live however I want to live and all those things, which most people I think would agree with, so you don't necessarily have to oppose people to their face, but at the same time, now tolerance means you have to accept it, you have to broadcast it, you've got to wear it on an armband, yeah. or you don't love me, right. or, you don't, or you don't tolerate me. We so saw it today on bumper stickers. That's what we did. We saw the coexist and tolerance. So, so my, I'm trying to make one specific point here, and this is that the world right now is saying, Leave everybody alone. Let everybody feel and believe what they want. And there's all kind. Who are you to say how somebody can find their way to God, even if there is a God, right? Yeah. But just note that if you are a person who believes that there are more than one way to God, Jesus can't be one of those multiple ways That's because right. of his claims about himself. And That's here's right. one of them in John. When you're in John 17, in verse 3, Jesus says, and this is the way to have eternal life, to know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, the one you sent to earth. Jesus doesn't say, I am a way. I am one of the ways. Earlier in John, he said, I am the way and the truth and the life. So that's, right. that's one of those true or false moments. If Jesus is right, if he's really God, and he says, I am the way, that's the way. And if you really love somebody, you would be willing to try to share that with them. That's right. Right? If Jesus is not the way, then he's lying and he can't be any of the ways. That's right. So this is a real important point here, friend. Like, like don't let the world tell you that Jesus isn't God, doesn't claim to be God, and isn't the only and one path to right to eternal life, because he is. But look again at verse 20. 
I do not ask for these only, but also for those who believe in me through their word, that they may all be one, just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they may also be in us, so that the world may believe. That's right. Yeah, the, new, the, the NLT, New Living Translation, in that verse, verse 20 says, that he makes it clear he's praying for the disciples, and he says, I am praying not only for these disciples, but also for all who will ever believe in me That's right. through their message. All who will ever. That's us. That's right. That's right. And that, that message, maybe that message was 2,000 years old, but it, the message is still the same today as it was the then. That's right. That Jesus Christ is the Son of God, and that God is, and that God sent Him. That's right. And then He's the way to eternal life. That's right. So think about that. Jesus was still praying about that. Before, what we talked about last week was when Jesus was praying in the garden, and He was praying for Himself. Yep. Because He knew what He was about to face. Mm-hmm. But now He's praying for, for His disciples and he's praying for us. That's right. It, though, that's what's on his heart, and that's what's on his lips. Mm-hmm. And it's what's still on his heart. That's because right. John tells us he's our advocate. He, he's right. constantly interceding for us. That's right. And, and he is always in prayer that's for right. us. That's right. He prays always for us. That old Willie Nelson song, You Were Always On My Mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're always on his mind. That's correct. That's correct. Always. So, that's, that's powerful. And you know, by the way, uh, we did a 30-day um, Bible study that I'll put a link in the show notes free. If you want to get to know more about the Gospel of John, last year we released a Bible study that I wrote called John to Know, James to Grow. And it's basically 30 days of going through the book of John and the book of James. So John, I think, I, I personally believe, Dad, that John is the best glimpse into who Jesus is. That's right. it's, it's a great, John just, just shows us the heart of Jesus and, and all the gospels have their, their merits and their, and their values. For the best part about the gospel of John is you get to know the heart of Jesus. And, and, who, and, and you have to stop and think, who was John? That's right, the disciple who Jesus loved. That's right. That's and right. he leaned on Jesus. That's right. On his when body. they were eating, that's right. That's right. He leaned on him. He was sitting right beside him. Yeah. So if you're interested in doing that study with us, um, James's five chapter practical handbook of Christian living and John is the great gospel of getting to know Jesus. We'll put that link in the show notes. Sign up for it. It comes one email a day um, and it's automated. So once you sign up, you get it for free. And it's a great it's a great way to get to know John more clearly. So what is our work? Our work is to believe. Yeah. And to believe in Jesus. And that's all. That's what he asked of us. And then he is in the Great Commission. It was to go into the, all the world, go into your neighborhood, go into your neighborhood, go into the foreign countries, go to all the nations, and preach the gospel. That's right. Share. That's right. But the the key to it is still this: that the world may believe because of how we are. That's right. And what we believe. That's right. We're always asking him why why he's not answering our prayers, and I guess the question. I've thought of because of this episode with you today is are we trying to answer his prayer? Jesus' last prayer on earth, the last thing he talked about was that I pray that they, so the disciples and us, would all be one as you and I are one, Father, and may they be in us so that 
therefore, so that (laughs) the world will believe that you sent me. So, friend, if you have any doubt or question about your purpose on earth, Jesus says, I want you to believe in me so that other people will see what happens in your life when you believe in me, and they'll want to believe in me too. That's your purpose. It might be wrapped in being a neurosurgeon or being a military officer or being something else, but your purpose is to believe in him so other people will too. That's right. And because sometimes we we think that that no one really sees us and no one understands us. Yeah. But someone said a long time ago, uh, "I hear you, but what you are speaks so loud, I cannot understand you." Mm. So we we live we live by faith, yes, but mm. we we are an example. That's right. We're, we're an example to many. That's right. How we live our lives is important to people. People and don't ever believe that people are not watching. Because they are. That's right. They're always watching. That's right. And and some and what we want to hear is tell me what about what you have so I can be like you. That's right. And that's the danger of of acquiescing to the culture is that if we aren't careful then we lose the thing that helps people see that we have something to offer them that's deeper and better than what they have. If we try to be more like them, they can't try to be more like him. That's right. And, 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 and unfortunately for a lot of people, that, that how they're living today is going to be short term. That's right. And we are concerned about long term. We are concerned about eternity. That's right. And there's, in, in eternity, there's no beginning and there's no ending. That's right. But it, when, when you make a decision to follow Jesus, you follow him to where he leads you. Mm. Yeah, somebody said once when I was a kid, I can't remember who it was, it's probably my dad, talking about trying to witness to people and your friends. And, and, and I was like, well, it's kind of embarrassing to try to, you know, tell people about the Lord and you're yeah. trying to get dates and stuff, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, well, would you rather be embarrassed for sharing your faith or would you rather see somebody on the wrong side of the line in eternity and have them say, I knew you for years. Why didn't you ever tell me? That's right. Well, we used to sing an old song. You never mentioned him to me. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about that hymn. You're right. Yeah, we have to we have to think about not just is he answering our prayers, are we answering his prayer? Jesus went to his cross and right before he did it, he prayed for you. That's right. Prayed for me. He prayed for Lola and you know Brian and Clay out there listening, and Will and, and Juliana. He prayed for all of us that we would believe him so that other people could see our lives transformed and they could believe too. That's right. Well, and that they would believe that God sent him. That's right. That he was the Son of God. He is the Son of God. Mm. So all of that is... And someone said a long time ago also that that sometimes we we see look at people and we say that to ourselves but well I'll be I'll, a lot of people be surprised that you're in heaven <laughs> but yeah. it may you may be surprised they may be surprised too that you're there that's right that's right so you never know at the end of at the end of our at the end of our <clears throat> days and at the end of our life it doesn't matter what somebody else thinks that's right what matters is what the Lord thinks. That's right. And what's on his mind and what's on his heart. Mm. 
So th- th- think about, and, and I would encourage you to, all of you to, to read Jesus' last prayer. Um, and as, and as, as Lee has eloquently, so eloquently said, that not only did he pray for his disciples, he prayed for us as well. That's right. But so think about that. In the garden, that Jesus prayed for himself because he knew what he was about to endure. And, th- and then in and, and this prayer, he was about to be arrested. He was about to be identified by Judas. That's right. Uh, and he was going to be arrested and he was going to be tried and he was going to be executed like a common criminal. But think about what he did and what his mind was and what his thoughts were and what was on his heart. That's right. The, the, what would happen to the disciples and what would happen to them and their message and then what would happen to us. And he asked that we believe. Wow. And that's, that is, that's, what we're, that's our work. That's our work. I think it's remarkable. You know, we recently went through kind of a, a, an ordeal um, in our family. You know about it. Like, it's just kind of a big situation that we were having to get ready for. And a real stressful event. And as it drew, as it drew closer then I found myself sort of consumed by it. And I wasn't, you know, calling the kids as often as I should or checking in with my parents. I wasn't as engaged with my staff. And I was, I was focused on this one thing that was hanging in front of me that I had to deal with. And, and then we, you know, God took care of it and everything's okay. But I just realized, like, Jesus set this example for us of he, He's about to go and deal with the sin of mankind right. and be... be turned away from by his father who he's been with for eternity right and he's about Bef- to be persecuted before and before the world began. before the world began all before and all after outside of time and space he was with him and he knows he's about to be saddled with our sin and he knows that all of his guys he even just said it y'all are going to go away and leave me alone for a while y'all are going to leave me you're not going to stand up for me he knew what was going to happen and yet he could stand there in the garden or kneel there or lie on his face or whatever he was doing and pray for us because he cared more about us than he did about himself. He cared more about you, friend, listening, wherever you are in the world right now. Jesus is the friend who won't leave you hanging when he's got something else to do. He won't, he won't, you know, blow you off to go take care of something else that he thinks is more important. You're more important That's right. than to anything right. to him. Well, and, and also we know that from and not only just looking at the prayer list, but some of the, the messages that we've received, that people are facing burdens that are just overwhelming them. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're so concerned about that is they cannot, they cannot focus, like you said. But at the same time, all you have to do, and all he encourages us to do, is ask. That's right. Seek, knock, and the door That's will right. be opened. That's right. Seek and you will find me. That's right. All we have to do is ask. And someone said once also that, that God is, is a very much of a gentleman. He doesn't mm-hmm. push his way in. That's right. He wants us to come to him. That's right. And so he can give to us. That's right. So sometimes when you think that that you can't get through the day, stop and ask God to help you. That's right. Ask Jesus to help you. 
That's right. And and take it and first Peter five seven and that's been our memory verse for a long time, cast all of your anxieties on him. Him because he cares for us. But Where's uh, <laughs> Harvey? Yeah, Harvey has just made his his presence known. Harvey's casting his cares on us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. But if if we just stop and think just a moment about what Jesus did for us and what God did for us. God John three sixteen. God so loved the world that he sent his one and only son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. That's right. His son and our Redeemer. That's right. To die for us. Right. And on the cross, just before Jesus died, he said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Mm. Why have you left me? But only a few hours before that, he was praying for his disciples and he was Jesus was praying for his disciples and he was praying for us. That's right. That we might believe. That's right. And that we might be one. That's right. That we would be unified. Mm. Tata, that's another beautiful, beautiful and deep thing for us to ponder. And I guess, I, you know, friend, we've, we've reviewed Jesus' last prayer here on the earth. <coughs> We've seen what he said our work is. We've, under, we've developed some clarity around what our real purpose is. And I guess the only question left is kind of uh, an example we learned from Pharaoh. We were reading in Exodus earlier this week, and Tata and I were talking about how when, Moses, when God told Moses to tell Pharaoh that the frogs were coming, yeah. Pharaoh didn't listen, of course, and didn't let the people go, so God sent the frogs, and they were everywhere, and it says they were every cabinet, every cupboard, every yeah. food container, every bed, or under every bed, in your bed sheets, there were frogs everywhere, which would be a real problem for uh, my son Josh and Lisa, my wife. <laughs> they hate frogs. Yeah. That would be a big issue for them. So frogs everywhere, and then Pharaoh comes and says, okay, I've sinned. Pray to your God that he'll get rid of these frogs. And Moses says, when do you want him to go? Yeah. And what did Pharaoh say? How about tomorrow? Yeah. 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 Why in the world, if you got frogs everywhere, which are nasty, why would you want to wait till tomorrow? And Christine Kane wrote a devotional about it this week, and she said he wanted one more chance to do it himself. That's right. He to, wanted one more opportunity yeah, to, to do not it his way. To, to do it his way and not have to rely on God. He was figuring that in 24 more hours he could solve that problem all by himself. And that just leads me to ask you, Tata, if we finally understand what our purpose is and we're tired of our lives being full of these frogs and, and Jesus wants us to finally believe him and his Father who sent him so that other people can too and we know what our mission is, we know what our work is, when should we start? Start today. We start today. Hey, thanks for listening. The Dr. Lee Warren podcast is listener supported. DrLeeWarren.substack.com. DrLeeWarren.substack. And patrons and partners get free books, transcripts, special patron-only episodes, and more. And partners like you allow us to stay ad-free and keep growing. Please subscribe to the show so you automatically get every episode. And if you like the show, you'll love my weekly letter. Check out my writing at DrLeeWarren.substack.com. DrLeeWarren.substack.com. Get the free newsletter every week for my best prescriptions for becoming healthier, 
feeling better and being happier through the power of faith and neuroscience smashing together via self-brain surgery. DrLeeWarren.substack.com. And if you need prayer, go to the prayer wall at WLeeWarrenMD.com slash prayer. The theme music for the show is Make Us One by Tommy Walker, graciously provided for free by the great folks over at TommyWalkerMinistries.org. Check it out and consider supporting them. TommyWalkerMinistries.org. Remember, you can't change your life until you change your mind. And the good news is you can start today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren. I'll talk to you soon. God bless you, friend. Have a great day.